Welcome to Season 3. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a positive change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, share their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Our world today suffers from an excessive amount of pressure on all sides that leave an individual feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, and eventually hopeless. My guests and myself have experienced all of these feelings at one time or another, which is why these stories and encouragements will inspire and uplift you. Inside today's podcast, I have with me Leslie Moore. Leslie is a full-time homemaker by day and an aspiring writer by night. Though a teacher by trade, Leslie has the privilege of serving her family in their home in Mississippi. Leslie, her husband John, and their two children are active in their local church where she serves in a small missions position within their Bible fellowship class. When the household sleeps, Leslie enjoys bringing historical fiction characters and time periods to life through the prayerful lens of a Christian mind. Leslie, thank you so much for being here today. Leslie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. This is such a blessing for me. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited to start this conversation with you. So let's talk about your relationship with rest. That's what we're doing in this series. Um, You know, it's called What to Do When You're Tired, but sneakily, it's really about rest. Um, So for you, when your body's getting like heavy, or, you know, like your attitude snippy, uh, do you realize it might be time for a break? I do. Um, I definitely have a love hate relationship with rest. Um, and I, I listened to your last week's podcast with Peyton and I just thought that was so funny that she said she had a hate hate relationship. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm not quite that. Um, I definitely have, you know, I love it. Some days I feel myself. I feel that, um, that kind of attitude coming on, or I feel like, like you said, heavy, um, or just like some days it's like, I can't keep my eyes open. Like it's, you know, lunchtime and I'm like, gosh, I'm so tired. But, um, but a lot of times I just keep going, you know, I just keep going. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've over the years, I've almost just trained myself to just push through that. But, um, you know, I have, I have two kids. I have a son, he's five and my daughter is two. And so as I was thinking about uh, rest, uh, one blessing I think that comes from motherhood is that um, as your, your child has to rest so much more than maybe we do, you know, we have to get our eight hours or whatever, but you know, your child really needs like nine or 10 hours at night. Plus they have their nap. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I've found on a day-to-day basis when I have to put my daughter down for nap, that 
I get to sit down with her and I like physically have to sit down and I have to rock her. I have to slow down for her because that's what she needs, you know, and we've done the morning thing and we've had our um, lunch, you know, so her nap is between like one and two is when I'm trying to get her down. And so I have to sit down and have to rock her. And so I try to close my eyes and spend some time in prayer, praying over her and just kind of realign, realigning my priorities during that time of the day, because it seems like when I wake up in the morning, I'm just automatic. Like I wake up tired pretty much every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a night owl. And so I always, and, you know, and I'm terrible at time management. So I always <laughs> stay up too late. I'm always like, oh, I could just fold that other load of clothes or gosh, you know, I put like three more dishes in the sink. Maybe I should go ahead and wash those. So I don't have them in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. or I could, you know, I could check my emails really quick or something. And before I know it, another hour has passed when I should right. have just gone to bed. Yeah. But, um, Anyways, so I think it really helps me to, you know, to have to put her down for her nap yeah, um, and, and sit and redo that because I, like I said, I wake up in the morning, I get, you know, you just kind of hit, it's like, I just like hit the wall every morning of like all these things I have to climb up the wall to do for the day, right. you know, and I just, I'm not in a season where when I wake up in the morning, I can go and have my coffee and have my quiet time. You know, I, I want to get to that, but my kids wake up so early that mm-hmm. I wake up to them needing me immediately. Right. And, um, so I, that, that, that time of putting her down for her nap gives me a second to catch my breath and to say, gosh, what have I even done today? Mm-hmm. You know, how am I on my to-do list? What am I, what am I prioritizing? What am I focusing on? Because, you know, if I don't stop and do that at some point in the day, I realize that I'm like my, my Sunday school teacher will say, you know, you've propped your ladder up on the wrong tree. So you've mm. been climbing up this ladder and then it's not even on the right tree. Oh. So, you know, what am I, what am I prioritizing? Am I prioritizing all these things that really don't matter for eternity? Or am I really pouring into my kids and, you know, Mm -hmm. serving my family with love? So anyways, but yeah. So, so three things, one, everything you said is very relatable, especially if you have small children, right? Like, I mean, I, when my kids were that age, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Two, isn't it great that God has given you the opportunity to sit with your daughter and like find that rest? Like, I feel like that's, that was like a natural thing. He was like, okay, look, you're always pushing past. We're going to have you sit down with your daughter. And it made me, it made me think of my, when my daughter was two, my youngest daughter was two. I had to rock her for, I mean, it was like a whole day affair. I'm like, oh my gosh, just go to sleep. Like it was a struggle. Um, and I would sit there and I did not have that attitude. So, um, good, good job you. And, um, and the other thing is something you said at the very beginning where you said, you know, right around lunchtime, you'll just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, but I usually don't stop. I I keep going right Mm -hmm. now that right there, that's what I wanted to address because that's, that's it. I mean, that's, that's me. That's probably everybody that's listening to this right now. And the the thing I want to highlight is, or ask, I guess rather is, do you feel like you have to 
earn your rest. You have to achieve so much before you get a break. Absolutely. You know, and there's a Psalm that I love that says the sleep of a laborer is sweet. And I always think, you know, yes, when I have worked, 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 worked so much, you know, then I can rest. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that we have that, you know, it may not be said exactly like that, but I feel like as women, everywhere we look, that's what's expected of us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you're not a good mom. You're not Mm -hmm. a good, you know, a good woman, a good, uh, you don't have a work ethic if you aren't um, working until exhaustion, or if you aren't like, if your schedule isn't packed out with all these Mm -hmm. things that you need to do. And, you know, as you've said in your earlier podcast, like scripture does not support that. No. Um, and so I think it's just another thing that we have, um, that makes us go against the grain of this world and what this world is telling us to do. And, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really convicted about that, uh, because, you know, it's, it's so easy to just, well, this is what everyone else is doing, or this is what's expected of me, or, you know, even on commercials and in magazines and in movies and just everywhere. It's just this idea that we need to be busy, mm-hmm. you know? And even when I see my friends and say, how are you? And I'm just always like, I've been busy. I couldn't really tell you what I've been doing. Like, right. I did right. these, you know, I can, I can list this stuff out, but like, you know, and they're like, oh, I mean, it's like, we see each other and we're just like, oh, you know, it's like, we're just kind of trying to catch our breath, Yes. you know, because we've just been running and, and most of my friends have young children. And so we're dropping them off at school or, or mother's morning out or whatever. And then, you know, we've got maybe something for the church or we've got, you know, have a a baby shower tonight and, you know, just all these little things. And, um, you know, you just, it, you just, you just get busy. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that pressure that you're talking about, the world tells us, you know, you gotta be busy. I think it's even way more subtle than that. Um, I don't think most of us say, well, the world says I got to be busy, so I'll get busy. Like, I don't think we usually make that intentional choice. It's like everywhere, like you said, there's ads, there's you know, just certain phrases that people say all the time. It's part of our culture. Um, yes. So it's mm-hmm. very challenging to break away from that and and just like abide with God. It's very mm-hmm. difficult. And um, I said this with somebody else, but you know, there, there'll be times where I'm realizing, oh, I guess you're, you're pushing too hard right now. You're kind of in like in a striving mode. And so I'll recognize mm-hmm. that and I'll be like, God, help me, like, help mm-hmm. me know how to live in you for you in a world that wants nothing to do with you. Like it is a challenge. It totally is it to say it's easy is, is a big fat lie. It's a lie Mm -hmm. because we live here. We live (laughs) here. And, and there are so many rules written and unwritten that we have to abide by, you know, but then it's like, well, wait, actually we only need to abide by 
God's law. Hmm. You know, so like, it's like, I'll know it, but I'm like, okay, Lord, help me navigate this. How do I Mm -hmm. actually, um, live with you in, Mm -hmm. in every day, um, in all the things. And I loved what you said about the tree and the ladder (laughs) Yeah, because, because there is scripture, you know, uh, I think it's in Ecclesiastes that that's talking about like, know being satisfied with your day's work and and stuff so there is something to that but it is ecclesiastes it's good to know where it's coming from it is a human perspective um of life so it's kind of like a gift to me um to know that people felt that even back in those times they felt Mm -hmm. this like oh my gosh i'm so tired i'm so weary like what is the point of any of this like that makes me excited because I'm like, oh, it's not just me. (laughs) Like (laughs) this guy in Ecclesiastes (laughs) felt the same way, you know? Um, So it's not like Ecclesiastes is, is a book that says live like this. No, Um, there, I think there's like maybe a passage or two that's kind of like giving some advice, you know, a perspective Mm -hmm. on how to view things, but you can't just take a scripture from there and, and go see see, I got to work hard, you know? Um, mm-hmm. no, that's not what God is, is teaching. And so right. what I was thinking about the ladder and the tree in Ecclesiastes, I did have a point <laughs> was like, <laughs> we are supposed to do the work that God has called us to do, but is the work that is consuming your day, the work that God has called you to do. And exactly. that is the question. It's not that we're not supposed to do anything. It's not that we're supposed to be super lazy and have the world serve us. That's not what this is about. That has never been the point of this, right? And I think, and I Mm -hmm. say that because I think when people see something about rest, they're like, oh gosh, it's just a cop out. It's like, no, actually it's commanded by God. He created it for us because we need it. It's that simple. It's that simple. But just like everything, we make it confusing. We make it complicated. We make it difficult. We convolute it. We, you know, corrupt it. And we we do that all the time with everything. <laughs> I know. We're just so and I think it goes to such a pride thing. You yep. know, it's like, well, I know God commanded me to rest, but mm, I've got stuff I need to do. And yes. I can probably get by, you know, it'll probably Mm -hmm. be okay. And I mean, I don't know if this is wrong or right, but I've gotten to where when I lay down at night, I'll pray and like, because some, most nights I get to my writing, you know, after I put the kids to bed and after the kitchen's cleaned up and, you know, it's like nine 30 or 10 o'clock and I'm mm-hmm. opening my computer to start my manuscript. And, um, and before I know it, it's, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, I, so I lay down and I pray God multiply my sleep because mm-hmm. I've been working, you know, and I'm, I am working for him. I'm trying to, you know, I've got a deadline. I'm trying to get this manuscript done and, So, you know, just trying to juggle all the things that we do as moms and, um, 
mm-hmm. all the stuff that needs to get done. And then also carve this time out for writing and for honoring the Lord through this, that I feel like he's called me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do, I pray that I pray multiply my sleep. Um, yeah. so, you know, give me, re- give me restorative sleep in this short amount of time. And then I'll say, Lord, I know I probably shouldn't even be praying this. I shouldn't even be asking you for this because I should have disciplined myself and gone to bed two hours earlier. Right. But, um, but you know, it's just, it, it's, it's a struggle. And like we I said, it's imperfect. such a pride thing. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. plain and simple. We are, we are not perfect like God. We are created in his image, but we are not him because of sin, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and someone had said something recently and I was like, oh my goodness, that is so good because, you know, a lot of people right now are talking about we are image bearers, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, you're not God. Like, like you're, you're not going to achieve God's status. Okay. So let that go because it is written that, you know, no one is without sin. So just let that go. You are not God. You will never be God. Let God be God and you be your imperfect self. Um, but, uh, you know, what you're saying about writing at the end of the day, right? Like after you put everything, don't you think even that is you putting your thing last, right? It's like you had to earn it. Well, I got to do all this stuff for other people and then I'll work on my God assignment. See, so like, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself too, because, um, there were more times where I was, I mean, I, I can't even believe it. I was so, um, disciplined with my writing and I worked on it, you know, every single day in the middle of the day, you know, when everybody's buzzing around and I would just lock myself in this room right here. Um, and, and it was fine. It all worked, but now I'm having this, um, and I think it's like the perfectionism freeze or whatever, like, because I can't find the exact right amount of time to work on my book. I just don't work on it. Um, yeah, I've gotten into seasons like that too. And I keep praying. I'm like, Lord, help me. And then I, and then I go, you know what, maybe right now you want me focused on these things. Um, and you're and so that's why it's happening. That's why you're allowing it. And it's maybe not me being disobedient because I come to you and I give you my every day, you know, mm-hmm. um, every day. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm like, if you want me to write, I know you will guide me to write. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like, I, it's like the conditions have to be perfect, you know, before I sit down, it's like, oh, well, right. if I sit down and write right now, I'm only going to have 25 minutes. I don't want to write for 25 yes. minutes. I'm going to write for three hours. <laughs> I thought, yeah. It just hasn't been right, like if that I'm, really. um, if I'm feeling like, you know, if I've gotten maybe some negative comments on some of my writing or somebody's made, you know, said something that like kind of took a chip away at my confidence, um, then I will find all kinds of stuff to do. You know, there's, you can always be doing something at your house. You know, you can always find something to do. I mean, it's never ending at Mm -hmm. the house. My mom would always say a woman's work is never done. Like it's literally never never done. And um, so, you know, I will find, I will literally find things. And then I finally was convicted about that a couple of months ago um, because I'm rewriting my manuscript and a good friend of mine on Instagram, she posted something about, you know, you can't 
you can't edit a blank page. Mm -hmm. And that just struck me so much because I thought that's, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't want to sit down and write because, um, it's not, it's never going to be good enough, you know, Mm -hmm. but the reality is if I never start, then I can't even, there's nothing to even work with to make it better. You know, like you just, I just had to, and I was being disobedient, Mm -hmm. you know, at that point I was coming up with things to do because I was fearful of sitting down. And again, that's another pride thing, you know? Um, and yeah. So, and, and like what I shared about it, like it could very well just be a pride thing with me right now too. And I believe God will give me the grace to get through it and push on. Cause like, I'm so close, like I'm towards the end, but I've just been so slowed down. Um, and I, and I, my thought is it's because this part of the book's really hard. Like it's, it's just really hard to do. Um, and so it's kind of like, I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't have the time to dive into that right now. It's too meaty. It's too hard. (laughs) And, um, and so, like you said, there's always something to do. I always am like, Oh, I'm never bored. I, I can't remember the last time I was bored. I'm never bored. There's all always- I tell people I was bored. The last time I remember being bored was when I was like in eighth grade, uh-huh. you know, like with your friends, you're like trying to find something to do. Like I've, I haven't been bored since then. Uh-huh. I, I'm with you. Like I, I don't even have a memory of the last time I was bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, nope, there's always something to do. So you said, you know, that um, pretty much every day after lunch or around lunchtime, you get really tired or you just like recognize you're really tired. So, um, does that tired feeling frustrate you? You know, it does sometimes, um, not, not on a day to day basis. I don't really get frustrated, Mm -hmm. but I can, like, I can remember, I can remember times where I would be feeling tired and it's almost like my body is tired, but my mind's not tired. You know, mm-hmm. some days you have that where yeah. you're like, for whatever reason, you're physically exhausted, but you're not mentally exhausted. Or some days it's vice versa, you know? Yes. But, and I thought to myself, gosh, if I wasn't so physically exhausted, I could be doing so much more. Like I hate that I have to stop and yes. rest <laughs> because I just want to keep going. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely get frustrated with myself sometimes and, um, you know, just wanting to, um, wanting to not stop wanting to get things done, wanting to not like, like you said in your previous podcast about waiting for your water, (laughs) that it taking so long for your water, like for Mm -hmm. when things take longer than they're supposed to, like the time efficiency, like I only have so many hours in the day and I'm like working to try to get these things done so that I can have that. Like, I want to sit down and work on my writing, or I want to have time with my husband. You know, it's like these precious, I I just have this precious little slot of time. And so I'm working so hard. So when something interrupts that and something takes longer than I expected it to, I get really frustrated Mm -hmm. about that. Um, you know, so, uh, you said that very well. I, I mean, I can relate to that, to the T that, that is what it is. And I'll, I'll often pray like, God, there's only like, you're, you're outside of time. You, you know, you've got that benefit. You're outside of time. I'm not 
Like, can you please help me? Like stretch it. You know how you, you prayed that he would expand your rest, your sleep or whatever. I, I have prayed many times. Like, can you expand my time today? Like, can you make one hour, like four and then, um, and then like, but it really only one hour's passed, but I got four hours of stuff done. Right. Um, Yeah. Oh my goodness. I have, I have prayed that. And sometimes I feel like God has like answered it for me. Like in my mind, I'm like, Oh wow. Uh Wow. I got a lot done in the same amount of time. Cool. (laughs) I feel that way too. I think the, the reason why I ask these questions about the frustration and like, you know, the next question is like, do you believe God wants you to press on and persevere even when you're tired uh, and need a break? And I know the answer now is no. Um, because even though Paul talks about perseverance, uh, Peyton that, you know, you listen to, mm-hmm. she shared something so good. I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. She was like, well, persevere in what? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. Cause see, I'm thinking persevere in work, work, push, go productivity, right. persevere, persevere. And she's like, no, but how about I persevere in my joy, persevere in my rest, persevere in my, you know, and I was just like, that is a great, great mm-hmm. thought. Like, I don't know if those were the exact words she said, but that was the idea that I got out of it. Like, oh, you're right. Like the journey itself. Yes, we should persevere in the truth, right? Remembering the promises mm-hmm. of God. Yes, we should persevere in that. But that doesn't mean that we run ourselves into the ground because that mm-hmm. is not a lesson that I learned in the Bible. Nope. I've never seen that. I've never seen God with a whip, right? Like, no, right. do more, do more. Not yet. You can't rest yet. I've never seen that. Never seen it in any type of story. And um, I'm like, wow, okay. And and um, something that, because I, I kind of come up with like, one phrase prayers like they'll just come to me as I'm I'm like uh-huh. oh oh that's so good Lord oh thank you thank you and I like write it down so I can remember it again you know um and one of them was like God did not create me only for work oh, and that's yeah. a big deal because we have that Ephesians 2 8 through 10 you know that we've been created for these works before we were even born, you know, like, I mean, these works were created for us before we were even born. And so it's like, see, I'm supposed to work. No, there are works that you will do in your life, but you were not created only to work. You were created mm-hmm. to delight in me, right? That That's one thing. We know that. Um, we know that from the Psalms for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And other scriptures um, that God wants us to just do life with him and not all of that is work. What, what would be the right. point? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. Um, like you said, God is timeless. You know, he's, he's, he's not held by time or space or anything. Right. But that he modeled for that. He, he modeled rest for us. He chose to model that in creation. And yes. then Jesus modeled it for us. I mean, mm-hmm. if Jesus had to get away 
and go and pray, mm-hmm. how much more should we do that? You know, exactly. fully God, fully man. And he still had to rest. He still needed to, you know, get away from the crowds, from the people. He still needed his time with his father. You know, how much more do we need that? Um, and I, as I've been like thinking more about rest and listening to your podcast and it's really been challenging me to, you know, when I start to feel that, cause a lot of times I would be feeling tired, but I would, like I said, I would just kind of dismiss it and keep going yeah. and literally, you know, get to the point at the end of the day where I'm almost feel like I'm getting sick. Cause my, I'm like aching. I'm mm-hmm. so tired, yeah. you know, and then that really is like a, that's really like a flashing red light. Like you need to stop, you know? Yep. Um, but, but because I've been listening to your podcast, I've been paying a little bit more attention to my body and kind of listening to my body. But I heard this great song by Meredith Andrews. It's called carry the world, carry the world. And she says, I can't carry the world, but you can. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the lines in that song is you are rest. You're never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And so I love that, you know, here we are, we're scurrying around in a hurry and we're so tired and, um, you know, we're trying to get all our things done, but that God is never in a hurry, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that, you know, he is our rest piece as a person. It's Jesus. And, you know, we rest in him, but, um, that, that really spoke to me. Absolutely. I love that. And, and it's true. Um, he is our rest. He wants us to trust in him and work through us. You know, um, we're not supposed to, you know, like I said, be God too, (laughs) and like be on his team. It's like, no child, uh, like, let me do the work through you that I want to do, but I want to just be with you. I love you. You know, I, and, and it's hard. I mean, that's not something that's natural. For me still, I'm still working on that. Right. Okay, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Cause I'm like, why? <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> why? I just, you know, I know, I know this, right. But it's like, I just picture him with his head in his hands. Like, oh my gosh. But no, he's, he's really not like that. Yeah. I do picture that. Yeah. I picture him being like, oh my gosh, why are you rushing? Like I um, did not make you do that. <laughs> you're doing this again. I thought thought we had this conversation. I thought I told you, you know, but no, he's, he's not really saying, and he's not doing that because he already knows. He already knows how many times we're going to struggle with the same thing. So Leslie, this has been so great. And I want to know how can we support you and stay connected to your journey? Okay, great. Well, I'm on Instagram at Leslie Moore writes. And um, that's where you can find me. I do a lot of um, Bible verses and I do a series every month where I just talk about something, you know, that the Lord's been teaching me and, um, and I share a little bit about where I am with my writing journey also. Wonderful. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you being here. I'm so glad I got to meet you. Um, me too. And yes, I enjoy, I enjoy your Instagram feed. Um, which is why I wanted you you to, you know, be a guest. So thank (laughs) you so much. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Vanessa. And I can't wait um, to listen to more of your podcast on rest because it's definitely helping me. I'm so so glad. Is the Bible boring to you? It used to be for me too. 
but now I see it was the missing link between my religion and my relationship. If you felt like something was missing from your faith, the Truth and Tools workbook will be a precious tool for you to draw nearer to the heart of God. I hope you'll check it out. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback. Direct link in the show notes of today's episode. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support and help share its uplifting message, you can leave a positive review on Apple or Spotify. To donate 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month, simply click the anchor link in the notes of this show. Once you're on the anchor homepage of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, click the middle button that says support and select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact on the lives of my family. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep practicing saying no to perfect and yes to truth. Take care.